for the Beyond the Column podcast. Pleasure to bring you this edition. Uh, We're going to talk about something that I recently did with the family. We went to the county fair, and all of this was fully explained in a recent article that I wrote for the Troy Daily News that appeared in the August 18th edition online, and then I believe the print edition came out on the 21st. And so, hope you enjoyed reading it. And the reason that I've decided to talk about it today was that of all of the things that I've written lately, uh, this piece got really the most traction and the most interest. Um, It's not very often that I get any reaction, but I actually got a couple pieces of fan mail on this um, through the email channels and folks talking to me on the street or, or out and about. They really enjoyed reading it. And um, the county fair is, uh, it's the ultimate um, summer experience for a lot of kids here in Miami County. Um, We live in a suburban county, I guess is the best way to describe it. So for those of you that are unaware about where we live, there's approximately 100,000 people that live in Miami County. Half of them live in the the three big cities, uh, Troy, Tip City, and Piqua. And the other half live in out in the country or these small villages. And so it's really an interesting opportunity um, to see really how the other half lives, uh, especially for the city dwellers. And uh, the fairgrounds are located just north of Troy, so it's not very far from where we live. And it's pretty easy to get to kind of on the main drag between both Troy and Pequa. So we took the kids out to the county fair. And um, I fully realize that I am not in the target demographic for the county fair. Um, The fair board and all of those folks that put on the event don't put on the event for the middle-aged white guy. Um, I think they put on the event mostly for the kids that are there, um, that are the kids out in the country. And that's cool. I mean, I am not somebody who needs to have uh, my life catered to. Um, I am happy to enjoy events that aren't designed with myself in mind. There are plenty of things I do in life with a positive attitude that don't revolve around me. So it it doesn't bother me. And of course, the kids, my own kids, love going to the county fair. And uh, we were able to to go on a Monday afternoon. Um, I took a long lunch and so we went to the county fair. Uh, first thing we did is the thing we do every year. Um, the county sheriff's office makes these small picture IDs of your children. And it's a wonderful service that they provide. Um, they take a digital photograph of your child, uh, the age, birthday, weight, height. They put it on a database and then they kind of give you a card. And of course, the, the purpose of the card is 
if anything ever happened and one of your children were lost, um, you could call the sheriff's department, the police department, you could report that and uh, they have a record of what this kid looks like and all of their uh, statistical details. And, and hopefully that will help um, find the child if something were to happen. And it's interesting because now that we've done it for a number of years, we now have a, a collection of these cards. And so, you know, a lot of families have those first day of photos, um, especially when it comes to school or birthday photos of their kids. We just have a collection of these ID cards. And so we can see the growth of our children done in a very bureaucratic fashion. Thank you to the Miami County Sheriff's Office for all of that. So we got the, we got those cards done. Um, also the day we went was kids day. And so we did some kids day activities. Um, there was a guy with a monkey and for a dollar, you could have your picture taken with the monkey on you. Um, again, nothing exciting for me, but my children love the idea of the monkey. Uh, my wife, I think for five seconds considered actually purchasing a monkey for our house. Um, I am glad that it went no longer than five minutes because the monkey would absolutely destroy our house. We have a guinea pig. A guinea pig is enough. Um, after that, some arts and crafts things. Um, Beckstrom Orthodontics had like a slime making station, which was right up the kids alley. Home Depot, I think you made a uh, birdhouse again, right up their alley. Um, there were unlimited rides that day, um, but the rides didn't start till one. So I really couldn't really enjoy that with the children. Uh, not that I was going to anyway, but so, um, we decided to take some time and go through the animal barns. And this is really the most inspiring part of going to the fair. Now, I know some people that would go to the fair and this would probably be the most boring, possibly even the most repulsive part. Um, depending on where you park at the fair, you are greeted first by the pig barn and the smells coming from the pig barn are uh, fairly obvious and somewhat obtrusive. Uh, it is not a pleasant environment at all being in the pig farm in the pig barn. But you go through the other barns and you see uh, the sheep and the goats and the ducks and the turkeys and the chickens. And, and you are automatically um, just face to face with not these animals, but these kids that raise these animals. And it's just fascinating. Um, these young kids who live out in the country as part of their FFA or 4-H or whatever group they are, they, they do these projects, um, which is to basically uh, raise these animals. And then at the farm, at the fair, there's usually this auction of these animals and the kids raise money. I assume a lot of these kids use the, the money to purchase 
other animals to raise. Um, some of them probably use it for college. I'm sure that the uses of these dollars go further and farther than, uh, than one could imagine. But you walk through uh, the barns where these animals are, and you are you're instantly, instantly amazed by the dedication of these kids. Um, these kids will make little signs that they'll put above the pen of where their animal is and might have their name. It might have the name of the animal. And always there's a thank you message if somebody bought the animal last year. And so you definitely get this feeling that these kids are, are invested long term. And then these, these animals are usually just in pristine condition. I mean, the sheeps are sheared. Um, the chickens look like they've gone to a hairdresser. Um, the ducks are, are all white and, and like bleached white. I, I don't know if they put anything in the, in the duck on the duck feathers to make them as white as they do. The turkeys are big and plump and healthy and just, it's just, oh my goodness. These animals are just absolutely beautiful creatures. And you think about these kids and these kids can be young. I mean, they could be high school kids, junior, uh, high age kids, even elementary kids that are raising these animals. And, and you're like, wow, these kids are just amazing um, taking care of these creatures. And, and it reminded me of a time when we decided as a family that we were going to uh, raise ducks. Now, I don't think it's legal in our community to raise ducks, but we decided to do it anyway with the feeling that after a set period of time, we would give the ducks away to a family that lived on a farm. And so we found the, we found the family first. They agreed to take the ducks um, once we were done with them. And so then we went out and we went to the local tractor supply company and uh, my two children each bought a cute yellow duck. And there's clearly nothing cuter than a week old yellow duck. The problem is that cuteness lasts maybe five or 10 minutes. Um, we brought the ducks home and doing some studying on ducks, we quickly realized that there were some, some changes to our lifestyle we needed to make to make the ducks feel at home. We purchased a large crate, which we filled with, uh, with some bedding. That wasn't bad, but we had to get a special light uh, kind of like a, 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 a heat lamp in which we wanted to make sure that the ducks felt warm because you didn't want the ducks to feel cold because if they felt cold, they wouldn't eat, they wouldn't drink, whatever. We put a little bowl with water, which they would use the restroom in almost immediately, or they would just kind of flop in. Um, the duck food in a bowl was immediately kind of pushed over and it was like another mess. So 
these cute ducks were, were actually very um, unruly animals for the short time that they were with us. And, you know, it's usually not a big deal. You know, we, we live with some degree of unruliness in our lives. I mean, dogs can be unruly. Cats can be unruly. Children can be unruly. And so you always hope that that sense of unruliness is met with some degree of affection, I guess is the best way to put it. And so the children would actually get the ducks out and take the ducks outside. Uh, we did not allow them to play with the ducks inside because there was no sign that the ducks had any type of uh, control over their bodily faculties. And we weren't really wanting to clean up uh, a mess that a duck would leave throughout the house. So they would take them outside. And as the ducks were carried you got absolutely no sense from the duck whether they enjoyed um, the human interaction. Now, they wouldn't fight uh, being carried around, but there was no sense that they actually enjoyed it. It was just, eh, we're here. And then once you would put the duck on the ground, many times the duck would try to run away. Well, fortunately, when a duck is only a week old, uh, they have a bad sense of direction and they have a worse uh, sense of speed. So they would just kind of lollygag. So it was pretty easy to pick up a running duck that ran away from you. Now, of course, as they got older, their coordination and speed both improved and it was becoming a little more challenging to corral the ducks when necessary. And you might be thinking that if you're wanting to raise a duck, that we're painting a very, very... Um, disturbing picture of raising a duck, especially in kind of a, a city size lot. And you would be absolutely correct. The problem is, is that, uh, it gets worse. Um, the ducks were never quiet. I do not ever recall any length of time in which the ducks did not make any noise. And again, for the first five minutes you own a duck, the duck chirping is kind of cute. It's somewhat attractive. But when you're eating dinner, you hear these chirps. When you're trying to go to sleep, you hear these chirps. When you're trying to watch television, there's always chirping happening. And these are the ducks. And as the ducks became older, the ducks kind of turned into muted quacks and it just got loud in our house with the uh, addition of the two ducks. I, I should say their names. They were uh, Twilight and Sparkle, I think. Spike. Spike and Twilight. Now, Twilight Sparkle is a uh, character from My Little Pony. So I knew that wasn't right, but it was Twilight and Spike. Um, so the children loved playing with Twilight and Spike. Twilight and Spike, the loud, messy 
unresponsive ducks also had other changes that it went through. As they got older, they got progressively uglier. And again, I'm not trying to be offensive to ducks or duck aficionados. But when you have this cute yellow duck that turns into a brown duck at the end of a few weeks, that that metamorphosis, that change is not pretty. And so you would see this duck that was just yellow and turned dusty and turned brown over a period of a couple months. And um, when we got rid of the ducks, it was pretty obvious that they were they weren't very pretty or they certainly weren't as cute uh, on the last day as they were the first day. But I'm sure that's just how duck raising goes. Um, after about eight weeks, it became painfully obvious that uh, Spike and Twilight have pretty much worn out their welcome uh, in our house and while they were very pivotal parts of our family for eight weeks, it was time to see them to go again. Uh, their, their appetites were growing. Their ability to make messes were increasing. Their volume was getting louder. I, I, I tend to believe that they were beginning to fight with each other. Again, not sure if this was some type of uh, just being horseplay or if this was actual violence, uh, duck on duck violence. I'm, I'm sure that that, that exists in the animal kingdom. Um, the ducks were away from water and ducks like water. So we weren't doing the ducks any favor, keeping them either. So the difficult decision was made to give the ducks up. And we found a family who lived on a farm that took them. And uh, the, the eventual uh, lives of, of Spike and Twilight are truly unknown. But um, knowing all of that hard work that went into raising those ducks for such a limited period of time, we knew that... Um, we were, we knew that we were seeing something special when we went through the county fair, just to kind of bring it all back. These kids must uh, fall in love with these animals. All of the care and the concern they put towards these animals is amazing. And furthermore, you don't even know the kind of stuff that these animals are going through. You know, what if these animals got sick? What if there was something wrong with them? It's not like a, an animal can come up to you and say, hey, hey, I don't feel good, you know. So these kids really have to go above and beyond what they're used to to take care of these animals. And it was absolutely amazing um, to see these beautiful animals and, and how these kids just 
took care of them and responded to them. And it was just amazing. And some of these animals were bigger than the kids themselves. I mean, you're talking about horses and steers and goats. I mean, it's just crazy how these kids can take care of them. I took a look at the pigs. I mean, he's like, holy cow. I mean, you know, to me, if, if, if I end up making a pig angry at me and it, 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 it could bowl me over in a heartbeat and that could be something that would take me weeks to recover from if I angered a pig in such a fashion. And that, that's, I'm, I'm a, I'm a grown adult. I mean, I couldn't imagine what it would be like if, if I was a young, a young kid. And I was like, wow. And so, um, it's a lesson for all of us that no matter how young we are or how old we are, we really have the opportunity to do some pretty amazing things. We have the ability to, to do something that's bigger than ourselves. And those kids at that fair did that. And I don't care if it was like the grand champion or the ugly duckling, everything in between. Um, The amount of dedication, the amount of care, the amount of pride was just evident in everything that you saw there at the county fair. And so, you know, where does this leave us? I hope next year, uh, if you don't go to the county fair, I'd hope you would take time out of your schedule to do it. Um, you will be impressed by, by what you see, and you will be impressed by the animals. You will be impressed by the children. Um, you know, I'm taking a look at what we want to do next year at the fair. And the only thing that's crossing my mind right now is honestly a funnel cake. I didn't have one this year and believe it or not, that's got me a little down. Um, I haven't had a good County fair funnel cake in a few years. So next year might be the funnel cake. And and that's the thing this year, no fair food, no lemon shake up, no tenderloin sandwich, the size of Rhode Island, no fried Oreos, nothing like that. Haven't had any of that stuff for, for many years, but man, I, I do remember going by the funnel cake trailer thinking this should have been the year. This should have been the year. So maybe next year will be the year and I will make sure that I will not eat the funnel cake in front of an animal. I'll make sure that I do not feed the funnel cake in front of the animal too, because I am sure that that will mess those animals up. It will just cause more problems for everybody, myself, the animal, the animal's owners. It's just not worth it. Just not worth it. And so that's what we wrote about this week. Uh, The county fair, the inspiration that those kids had with their animals I hope next year you can make it. it. It's usually in August. It seems like it's getting earlier and every earlier every year, but uh, middle of August next year, the Miami County Fairgrounds, north of Troy, good times had by all. And for those of you listening, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, the podcast is just blown up this past week. I don't know why, but everybody's enjoying it. Again, and get interactive with us. 
we're out there. Send us an email beyond the column podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at beyond the column. Look at us, look for us on our Facebook group, facebook.com slash beyond the column. Until next week, this is William Lutz for the Beyond the Column podcast. Have a great week. Thank you.